Well, how you doing? It's the Daniel Devotional Audio Podcast. My name is Steve Durr, and today is Friday, so it's the Daniel Discussion Day. And I'm so excited because I'm here with the Watermark Young Adult Group. Woohoo! And yeah. they call themselves the what? The Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. The Fantastic Four. But it's not Fantastic Four and no more. You're open to new people joining you. We will allow it. Yeah. You will allow it. Okay. So let's find out who's here with us. Uh, first of all, uh, right here, uh, tell us your name. My name is Noah Tenhagen. Noah. Uh, give us a fun fact about you, Noah. I, I wear a cowboy hat. Giddy up. All right. Sure. Next up. Natalie Hall. Natalie Hall. And what's a fun fact about you, Natalie? I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. Nice. Okay. And next up. My name is Milena. Give us a fun fact. I'm from Ukraine. From the Ukraine. Awesome. That's why she has that cool, dope accent. All right. Next up. I'm Autumn Durr. Autumn Durr. I'm familiar with you as my firstborn. So um, give us a fun fact, Autumn. Not too embarrassing for you. Well, when I was 13, I made my own mermaid tail and brought it to Lake Michigan to swim with. Right. And that was all the little kids thought you were amazing as a result of that. It was very iconic. Yes, it was wonderful. Well, we're looking at Daniel end of Daniel chapter three and then all of Daniel four this week in the devotional podcast. We had a lot of great devotions this week and uh, we spent some time as a group here uh, going through that passage. And again, just to remind all of you what that entails. It's Nebuchadnezzar throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, seeing that they're not burned up and being amazed and giving God props. And then Daniel 4 is when he has that incredible dream about a tree and Daniel warns them, your pride's going to knock you down. You're going to become like a beast in the field and until you figure out God is the most high God. So he has that kind of moment and it all happens that way. And then he praises God as the most high God. So that's kind of the passages that we're hitting the end of chapter three and then all of four. So we're going to kind of go around and do a couple things. First of all, what in the world, which is what was kind of interesting and maybe confusing or something you have a question about from these passages. And then what in the word, which is, you know, what impacted you from this? So why don't we start with what in the world? Who wants to go first on that one? Autumn, do you want to go first? What in the world? Well, the first thing that I could think of was... What even is, like, how long is the seven periods of time? However it is described, I found that interesting. And also, when Nebuchadnezzar was as this animal, who was even leading the kingdom? Like, who got put in charge of his stuff? Would you have liked to have been in charge? I think I would have done a great job. Yes. And made a mermaid tail. Obviously. (laughs) What else would I do? Yeah, it is interesting that seven periods or seasons of time, they don't come right out and say it's years or months or whatever. It's just kind of that time that God ordained. Uh, And that is a good question about who is running things. So that's really good. Uh, Miliana, how about you? What was kind of a what in the world kind of thing or something you thought was interesting? I think the interesting was the mental illness that Nebuchadnezzar had. And it's like called leucanthropy. And a person who is suffering from images himself as an animal and acts, behaves as he was a real one. Wow. So there's an actual... Uh, kind of disorder or mental illness that fits that description of what Nebuchadnezzar went through. That is fascinating. Um, how about you, Noah? You had something. Verse 29 or 30 in uh, chapter 3. Um, I'll just read it here. Um, Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race, nation, language, 
Speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They will be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be turned into a heap of rubble. And it's kind of confusing, if I'm going to be honest, because it's, it's praise and worship to God, but at the same time, it's not in a way that we would normally see it, and it feels very wrong. Yeah, it'd be like if we're singing on a Sunday morning. God is so good, and if you don't agree, I'll kill you. God is so good, and if you don't agree, I'll smash your face. Right? I mean, it feels weird, right? All right. Well, now, what in the word? What was kind of an impact point for you uh, in these passages? So, Natalie, how about you? So, I took the, it was from verse 30, and it was talking about how Nebuchadnezzar just kind of walked outside and said this, that he created all of that. And I just kind of thought about it and thought it was almost selfish of him because he didn't create that. It was God and he wasn't thanking him. He was taking it all for himself. And then I kind of related it to God was trying to get my attention in a way of um, being grateful and remembering that where you are now, you had a lot of help to get there. Yeah, that's really good. And that kind of develops humility in your life then, too, if you know that God helped you, people around you helped you, instead of it just being, I did this on my own for me, right? That's a really good challenge. Thanks for sharing that uh, honesty. Miliana, how about you? What, like a what in the word? What was an impact point for you or something that caught your attention? I think what called my attention is the purpose of God's judgment or the king for the king was to make him bow before God's authority. And this can be seen as a type of judgment that Most High will perform on their nation. So God wanting to humble Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon, uh, even though he's a king. And you, you made a statement that I thought was really good. Like, even though you're a, you're a high king, there's someone even higher than you. I think you made that point. And that was a really good, good line. In fact, I'm going to steal it for a sermon sometime. If that's okay with you. <laughs> okay. Noah, how about you? What was kind of a what in the word moment for you? So I highlighted the same verse Natalie did, um, Daniel 4.30, and Daniel has seen now three times the power of God, but he still doesn't believe in God before he goes on his place out. Yeah. yeah. Is it, did I say Daniel? Oops. Nebuchadnezzar. Whatever. Yeah. And he was, um, he forgets it because he doesn't live by it every day. And that's just something that I felt God calling to me because I... I don't go to church every Sunday morning. And it's when you don't make that habit of it, you end up forgetting and you put your own plan ahead of God. Okay, good. Yeah. So kind of not recognizing God as a priority in your life or whatever, and not saying if you're not there on every Sunday, that's yeah. not the case for you though. No, it is true. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, but that's really good. I love your honesty there. Just talking about the priorities of life, right? Where that fits. How about you, Autumn? Yeah, so one thing that really stood out to me was in Daniel 3, verses 28, and it says, They trusted in him and defied the king's commands and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god, which is talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And that was just a good reminder for me of, like, our actions speak louder than our words, which, you know, very cliche, but it is the truth that they didn't try to talk to Nebuchadnezzar or be like, No, remember, Daniel interpreted your dreams, like— listen to him. It's the same God, but they just followed God's plan and trusted in him and their actions just spoke to their faith and their trust in God. Yeah. Yeah. They sounded like real trusting in the midst of it all, right? Bold. That's really good. This past week, we had a lot of great devotions. Uh, Erica shared a little bit about 
taking a stand for God. She even told the story of how it related to Jesus and those like Peter who said, you are the Christ in the midst of a Gentile area. Uh, Kelly talked about Daniel telling truth uh, and getting, you know, giving guidance to Nebuchadnezzar. And she she raised a really good question I wanted to throw out to all of you. She said, you know, do we have a Daniel in our life? Who's our Daniel? Who's someone in our life that will tell us the truth? Or, and, and I want to ask this too, is it important to have a Daniel or have someone in your life that tells you the truth? Is it easy? Is it hard? So, um, Autumn, we'll, go, we'll start with you since you just finished that one. Do you have anyone in your life that are like, yeah, that person tells me the truth. They're my Daniel. And do you like that or not? Well, this will be a big shout out to my lovely mother, Hot Vicky. She's been called Big Mama and now Hot Vicky, both of her nicknames. She's just completely iconic at this point. But she has definitely been a Daniel in my life. Helps give me perspective, but also kind of call me out on my crap when it needs to be. Especially just during hard seasons in life. She's like, look at all this good, but also here are the things that we can do and we can work on. But it's always in a very loving way. Yeah. Is it hard for you to receive that or no? Sometimes she's my mom, so she gets a free pass there. But sometimes it can be hard to hear because we don't always like to look at our own faults or the ways that we should be acknowledging that we should be growing and changing because it's not fun to have to do the hard work sometimes. Miliana, how about you? Do you have a, a Daniel in your life uh, or someone who's been that for you? And is do you enjoy that or do you like, don't you dare? <laughs> Tell me the truth. <laughs> yes, I do have. It was my grandma. She always was by my side and she was like a light and she shared that light with the world. But I want to add, if you don't have this Daniel in your life, you always have a Holy Spirit inside of you that yeah. will help you that's to find it. a way. So the Holy Spirit living in you to guide you, to direct you, that's a really, really good, uh, encouraging point for followers of Jesus. How about you, Noah? Um, I don't necessarily have any one person. I do have a, I like to say I have a, a number of friends who at any one time they could be a Daniel to me. It is helpful to have those people who will tell you what you want to hear because it helps you it helps make you feel better when you're feeling like absolute crap but at the same time you do almost in the same breath need the people to say hey you might be in the wrong here or hey look at it this way however it needs to be seen in that moment that's good and i like how you've kind of noticed you've got a number of people in your life who can fulfill that role uh which is wonderful to have multiple people who care for you enough to do that that's good natalie how about you I do have a Daniel in my life, as well as I try to be one for other people. Um, I have a friend who every single time I go to her, she always tells me, um, what's up? She doesn't, <laughs> she, she doesn't just tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. And sometimes it's very hard because I don't like being wrong. But, you know, sometimes you just need to be told that and you need to see an outside perspective because sometimes you can't see when you're wrong. Yeah, that's really good. It is hard to hear uh, those things um, for sure. And yet those are the people in our life that really help us become more of who God has us to be. Right. So um, we had again this week, uh, Kelly was able to share that point. Rick had a great comment about the kingdom of God uh, entering our world and, and joining God in that. And then Laren and Ed talked about pride and giving God credit, uh, which Natalie, you talked about, I think. All right, so we're going to wrap up with just a weird question here real quick, all right? If you had to become any kind of animal, if God had to make you and humble you to be, have, become like an animal, which animal would you choose? Noah? A deer. A deer, nice. 
Because as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul longs for you, O Lord. I mean, I was going more off of like the hunting aspect. Okay. Think, but like, you want to be hunted? Uh, not necessarily, but I feel like that'd be a very good way to humble me. Okay, that would be. That's good. You wouldn't be able to see the color orange very well either, right? Mm, Apparently. Yeah, no. Okay. How about you, Natalie? I'd be a lion. A lion. Okay. Nice. Nice. How about, okay. Uh, Autumn, how about you? I feel like I have to say mermaid because of earlier, but <laughs> to be realistic, I think it would be cool to be a shark. Okay. That's like a mermaid. It's the closest we can get for now. Right. Yes, exactly. That's good. Well, you, Miliana? I think I would like to be a bird that Noah putting up to see the land. Be the bird to see up high. Get some good perspective. That's good. And I think for me, I'd like to be a sloth because they sit around and sleep all day. That's perfect. Awesome. Well, we'll close our time out with prayer. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's pray. God, thanks for this time together. Thank you for this uh, fantastic four plus more, if anyone wants to be a part of it. I pray that, God, you would bless them. Thank you for uh, how you've spoken to them through your word. Thank you for this Daniel podcast, for your word, for those who have been doing the devotionals. God, would you bless um, our lives? Would you lead us and guide us through your Holy Spirit to speak that truth to us? And God, thank you that you're a God who loves us enough to help us to, uh, at times, hear truth. So God, lead us today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeehaw.